All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 25th of July. Here's everything that you need to know. There were quite a few headlines from the press conference organized by the market regulator SEBI last evening. Chairperson Madhubi Puri Butch has signaled efforts to bring instantaneous settlement to India's stock exchanges. She said that the regulator was working on quick settlement mechanisms by collaborating with several parties. She highlighted that the Indian securities markets moved from T plus 2 to T plus 1 and the technology stack available today can bring in mechanisms where trades can be settled instantaneously with sellers and buyers getting the money and securities immediately. Meanwhile, the market regulator has decided to examine the reverse book building process under its delisting regulations. This after it was determined that the current process can be manipulated and is unsustainable for listed companies. That's according to the SEBI chairperson. SEBI is considering a fixed price option for delisting. If that fails, the reverse book building process may be employed. And if that also fails, an extra two to three years can be given, which will go a long way in helping companies that do not want to be listed, according to Butch. Now, besides all of that, there was also a pilot project that was launched yesterday where the SEBI is telling the Indian industry to set its own implementation standards for certain regulations. In the SEBI chairperson's words, if there is an alignment of objectives for both the industry and the regulator, then whatever road is taken to reach the objective doesn't matter as the intent is not to make one choose the toughest road. The new approach will be first applied to the regulator's rules on market rumours. Starting the 1st of October, the rules will require the top 100 listed companies by market capitalization to respond to market rumours reported in the mainstream media. You'll find more details on that story on the website bqprime.com. Moving to corporate news, Tata Steel's net profit declined in the first quarter, though it beat analyst expectations. The steelmaker's net profit fell 91.8% on-year to 633.95 crore in the quarter ended June. Analysts tracked by Bloomberg had anticipated a loss of 122.3 crore. Revenue was lower by as much as 6%, at 59,489.6 crore rupees. In other news, Baiju's and its lenders have reached an agreement to complete the amendment of the conditions of a $1.2 billion term loan by the 3rd of August. The steering committee of the lenders, which collectively own more than 85% of the term loan, said that once the amendment is successful, it will immediately solve for the loan's acceleration and end all open litigation while avoiding further enforcement action. That's according to a statement that was released yesterday. In international news, China's top decision-making body signaled more support for the real estate sector alongside pledges to boost consumption and ease local government debt, though it stopped short of announcing large-scale stimulus to support the slowing economic growth. 
The 24-member Politburo, led by Xi Jinping, promised counter-cyclical policy according to a readout published yesterday. But it did not include language indicating major fiscal or monetary loosening. Do keep an eye out on crude oil. Uh, Brent crude has now crossed $82 to the barrel as signs of supply constraints are visible in the market. And in equity markets globally, U.S. stocks ended higher with the three indices climbing between 0.2 and 0.5%. And the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started mixed. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. What's the focus at the start today? Good morning, Alex. Uh, Well, um, one has to focus uh, partly on what's happening on the global front with the Chinese stimulus or the lack of it or some piece of it, the Fed meeting, the expiry. Uh, So lots happening and which is why you also see a bit of tentativeness on the part of even global investors to put in money. Uh, The last two days, they've been net sellers. Though yesterday was a small number. I don't know if the China uh, stimulus or, or the kind of move that they call a stimulus is a part of it because remember, I mean, this they've held off on major stimulus, uh, even though it signals property easing. But uh, let's see how it goes. Now, as far as our markets go, you saw a bit of a pullback, if you will, in trade yesterday for our markets as well. Uh, and that is not surprising per se. Uh, but select pockets continue to do well. PSU banks are seeing buying interest even post results. Today, for example, we see the start, per se, the start of the uh, building material space. You know, Asian Paints is coming out with numbers. Apollo Pipes is coming out with numbers. This week, we'll also have Supreme Industries come out with numbers. So if Asian Paints delivers the strong growth as expected, it could well set the trend for the paint sector. And people will be watching out for Apollo Pipes, although it's not the largest player but to see if the building ancillary pocket is indeed showing those good numbers. As far as results today goes, uh, Asian Paints, Bajaj Auto, Larson, as well as Tata Motors are large numbers. And in addition to that, uh, like I said, uh, there is Apollo Pipes, uh, Seat, Delta Corp after the whole casino piece. Tixen is an important number, as is Jubilant Foodworks. And we'll have KPIT Tech, which is amongst the most expensive ERD stocks, coming out with numbers as well. And eyes will be out on Suzlon Energy after yesterday's big up move in the power related stocks. So, lots to focus on in trade today. Remember, power related stocks had a really, really large up move in trade yesterday. So, PFC REC gained over 5% apiece, NHPC was 6%, SJVN up 14%. Inox wind was up about 12%. So a lot of power-related stocks are doing well. Uh, and all of these could remain in focus today as well. In fact, SJVN will be in focus because it's won five more hydro projects of nearly 5,000 megawatts in Arunachal Pradesh. That, as per the declared uh, release, is an investment of over 50,000 crore rupees. And that's a staggering number for SJVN. No surprise that it was up yesterday on the order wins. Very likely it will be up today as well. And looking at the numbers, Tata Steel numbers, revenues were down, PAT was down, EBITDA numbers uh, came slightly lower. But most of these things were above the Bloomberg estimates. Save for the EBITDA margins, which were 
I mean, 30 basis points lower. Most of the other things were above Bloomberg estimates. The net profit down 91 percent at 633 crores, but the Bloomberg estimate was a net loss of 122 crores. So net net. Tava Steel has done slightly better than what was estimated. DCM Shriram, though, no such luck. Revenue from operations was down 1%. EBITDA margin at 5.7 versus 14.7. Net profit down 78%. Very likely, we'll see a reaction. As also Chennai Petro, the consolidated revenues were very weak, down 34%. EBITDA margin at 5.3 versus 12.2. PAD down 76%. And debt was up 1,700 crore rupees QOQ. Very likely could see some reactions as well. Vedanta, which was under the eye of a storm yesterday, has said that the application under government's modified semi-scheme for fab manufacturing under is under consideration for approval. Well, I don't quite know how that happens, but the Kotak no yesterday in Vedanta was very damning. Uh, little surprise that the stock corrected, maybe could correct a bit more. Um, couple of brokerage notes, Jeffries uh, has highlighted uh, Geo Bharat of uh, Reliance and said that uh, the 4G feature phone is likely to drive market share loss amongst feature phone users for Bharti and will delay tariff hikes for the sector and drive market share consolidation further. They have cut their revenue a bit estimates, but they raised the multiple and raised the target price from 900 to 1020. On ITC2, most brokerages have turned out neutral. They're saying that uh, the value unlocking is great, but the concern is that it's not a clean demerger which restricts the value unlocking. And therefore, Nomura, for example, is a buy. The target price is just 485, 14 rupees higher than the CMP. So no great shakes there. So not as many stocks which will react on open, but certainly a action-packed day of results with four large uh, index names and a clutch of other mid-sized names coming out in numbers. So all eyes during the day on the results. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.